0: spine, and sprocket.
1: People do not give it credence that a 14-year-old girl could leave home and go off in the winter time to avenge her father's blood, but it did not seem so strange then, although I will say it did not happen every day. I was just 14 years of age when a coward going by the name of Tom Cheney, "'shot my father down in Fort Smith, Arkansas, "'and robbed him of his life and his horse "'and a $150 in cash money, two California gold pieces "'that he carried in his trouser band. "'They made plans to leave the next morning. "'That night, Tom Cheney went to a bar room "'and got into a game of cards "'with some riffraff like himself and lost his wages. "'He did not take the loss like a man, "'but went back to the room at the boarding house "'and sold up like a possum.' He had a bottle of whiskey and he drank that. Papa was sitting in the parlor talking to some drummers. By and by, Tom Chaney came out of the bedroom with his rifle. He said he had been cheated and was going back to the barroom and get his money. Papa said if he had been cheated, then they had best go talk to the law about it. Chaney would not listen. Papa followed him outside and told him to surrender the rifle as he was in no fit state to start a quarrel with a gun in his hand. My father was not armed at that time. Tom Cheney raised his rifle and shot him in the forehead, killing him instantly. There was no more provocation than that, and I tell it as it was told to me by the high sheriff of Sebastian County. Some people might say, well... What business was it of Frank Ross to meddle? My answer is this. He was trying to do that short devil a good turn. Chaney was a tenant, and Papa felt responsibility. He was his brother's keeper. Does that answer your question? Now, the drummers did not rush out to grab Chaney or shoot him, but instead scattered like poultry while Chaney took my father's purse from his warm body and ripped open the trouser band and took the gold pieces too. I cannot say how he knew about them. When he finished his thieving, he raced to the end of the street and struck the night watchman at the stock barn, a fierce blow to the mouth with his rifle stock, knocking him silly. He put a bridle on Papa's horse, Judy, and rode out bareback. Darkness swallowed him up. He might have taken the time to saddle the horse or hitched up three spans of mules to a conquered stagecoach and smoked a pipe as it seems no one in that city was after him. He had mistaken the drummers for men. The wicked flee where none pursueth.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spine and Sprocket, the only podcast on the Internet as far as we know, and we don't really know much because we don't listen to other podcasts, but it's probably the only podcast on the web where we talk about books and movies made from books and books made from movies, though I don't think that's happened yet.
2: And in this case, we have two
0: movies made from one book. And joining us tonight is our good friend, Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you guys? Always good to see you here. Good to be here.
2: And that opening clip was my daughter, Megan Kleinschmidt, reading the
3: opening of... True Grit. True Grit. By...
0: Oh, is that the book?
3: Charles, yeah, Charles Portis. Yeah.
2: Charles Portis.
3: I read a different printing, I think.
2: I read the electronic version. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I read the abridged version. So <laughs> you, I, I'm not sure what's pretty sure. makes sense is, really to me. I read like the comic it, book, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the
2: anime. <laughs> well, we've done manga. comic books
0: before with Conan. Yes, okay, we have. No, That's right. Yeah. So true grit. Yeah. This was uh, true grits. So we've, we're talking <laughs> no, about no. is it true grits or is it true's Greet. grit? Grit for plural. True. true. No, it's
3: it's neither, actually. Oh, it's, is that right? They're both singular. Oh, true okay. Grit, true Grit. True Grit. No S's. On
0: uh, either one, uh, even though we're talking one, yeah. about
3: all three. It could be Strew's Grit. but uh... <laughs> I'll go with that.
2: <laughs>
0: I like that. I'll go with that. Well, great name for a book and for f- a film. So this is a book that came out in 1968, Eight. I think. Yes. Uh-huh. And was something of a hit. I think, and please, nobody, please don't quote me on anything for facts. (laughs) It's very likely everything I say is completely wrong. But I think this author had written a number of books, and none of them were huge, but this one really took off for some reason, and uh, I don't know if it was John Wayne read it, and Really liked it and decided he to, wanted to make to it a the, the character. Movie? Yeah,
3: He wanted he? to be uh, Rooster. Yeah.
0: Oh, is that how it got started? Yeah.
2: Interesting. That would be the 1969 film of the same name. Mm-hmm.
0: Starring Mr. John Wayne, Mr. And Glenn Campbell, a whole cast. And playing Maddie was... Kim Darby. Kim Darby, right. Mm-hmm. Was that her yes. first role? Anyone know? Um, I don't know. She yeah. sure
3: looked like somebody that was in a Disney movie before, but I can't place which one, so...
2: Darby O'Gill and the Little People? <laughs> it could be. It could be. Well, that might have been her her uncle. <laughs> but this film was loaded with actors, right? Oh, yeah. I'm watching it, the 1969 like, like
0: version. Every person in there was an actor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Name actors. Oh. Was it Duvall?
2: Duvall? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Robert Duvall.
2: And Dennis Hopper. Dennis oh, Hopper, yeah. Really? I'm Super. like, wait a minute, that's Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. How about overall, Jeff, would you give all three a thumbs up?
0: Yes, definitely. I enjoyed all three. This was one of my. This will be one of my favorite episodes because this is one of my favorite tasks. Because the book was excellent, an excellent read. Enjoyed it thoroughly, through and through, and both the movies I thought were really enjoyable. I guess I didn't really understand why they needed to remake it, but the fact that they did certainly didn't hurt anything, and I enjoyed watching it.
3: Well, I think so. they remade it though because the Coen brothers took a definitely a different, I think a different approach. First of all, they were much truer to the book and they had the, you know, the technology 40 years after the first one was made to, to make it dark, which is kind of, I felt like it benefited from that.
0: Ah, okay. You mean
3: film at nighttime? Film at night <clears> and just the, you know, the well, the Coen brothers are, are like that. They
0: And they actually yeah.
3: took some of the, As true as they were to the book, they even took some things, another darker step. (laughs) Um, You know, for instance, when she, right at the beginning, she sleeps with the, uh, she sleeps in the Undertaker's um, uh, workshop Uh, there with the three bodies, and that doesn't happen in the book. So they, they made her, you know, they, they made it darker than it even really was (laughs) in the book. Yes,
2: and yet retained some humor.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. They they I think Cohen Brothers do that for sure, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that so I, I I actually didn't see the whole John Wayne movie. You guys did, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. I I didn't I didn't see the whole thing. I I looked at some pieces of it and read about the ending and so
2: my daughter Megan found the uh 69 film to be much more humorous mm, even though the okay. Cohen Brothers do a pretty good job, you know, Raising Arizona and all those kinds yeah. of films. Yeah you know it's fun and off off kilter a little bit there um so yeah really did uh yeah I, I agree so all three well you didn't see the first so but you love the film and the book
3: absolutely yeah yeah the book is great and the film i just couldn't couldn't stop you know watching it i mean i, I was watching it at home so maybe normally would stop and do something but i just yeah. couldn't couldn't yeah, look easy. away yeah <laughs>
2: um yeah uh all three thumbs up from me yeah. Absolutely.
3: Loved it.
0: I would recommend the book to anybody who <clears throat> was, even if you don't like Westerns.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a quick read. Yeah. And um, I think I was reading somewhere where a contemporary critic said, um, it, it, like, referring to, like, maybe Europeans or, anyway, non-Americans. If you want to know, if you want to understand Americans, read this book. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, um. <laughs> Stubbornness of uh, Maddie and the independence and the independence of of her and gun of, culture of, of well, and the gun culture, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah well, that's oh, that's true. I didn't think <laughs> of that. Drug
2: use, the heroin, the opioids
0: that went on behind the scenes. I think.
2: Yeah, you can, it wasn't openly talked about because yeah. in those days they didn't openly discuss those things.
3: Right. <laughs> You mean those things, she, <laughs> oh, those, the cigarettes, those cigarettes she was the
2: rolling cig- for him. That <laughs> was wasn't tobacco? That's right. She could roll a cigarette, a tobacco cigarette, real quick.
0: Yeah, well, so we're going to bring up some stuff because I, I – how did you do it, Dave? Did you read the book and then watch the film? That's
2: what I, I like to think about before I do these things, and yeah. I chose to start with the film, 69, ah. get halfway through with my wife and my daughter – just to get some different views on it and then did the book. I think I maybe did half of the book and then finished the film from 69 and then Mm -hmm. the book, then did the whole film from 2010. Mm. So, you know, and when the film was running, 1969 film right away, I found the uh, opening dialogue to be just really witty and quick and, loved the way they spoke. I don't know. Did you notice that? Like her with the horse trader. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, know. even
3: in the book and the other movie, that was a great scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and
2: it rattled off almost exactly as the book. Very much so. Um. Yeah, it, it was incredibly close. In fact, I found Jeff. Did you find the whole sixty-nine film to be dialogue to be very, very close to the book? Yes. Both both films, films. (coughs) both films, films, very close. Yeah, yeah,
3: definitely the 2010 film close to the book.
0: Which is something we've certainly remarked on in the past because we've read some books that
3: are
2: different.
0: That they where the movie is completely different Mm -hmm. and you almost can't tell, like Soylent Green. Yeah, and the book, Make Room, Make Room, and wouldn't
2: have known if it was really based on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just like they took the title and went with it. But this was this—they really lifted this right from the book, and they made some changes. You know, the the sixty-nine film, they definitely made some changes. I'm not sure they made as many changes in the latter film. I think the latter film.
3: No, I think they wanted it to be closer to the book. To the book, yeah. Yeah, and they, you know, the ending of course was right out of the book. Yes. Whereas yes. the sixty-nine film wasn't.
2: So in the beginning, we have the f- Maddie. The main character, right? Maddie's uh, dad, then Maddie Ross. And she, she goes, her dad, now in the 69 film, we see it opens with, was it open with her getting word of her dad being killed?
0: No, in the 69 film, it opens with her at, at home, home. with the little brother. With the brother yes. and the mother and, and the dad. Off. And the dad is just, <clears throat> uh, along with Tom Cheney. they're heading off to town. Right. Mm. 70 miles away. So we see Maddie at home. And that's an interesting, interesting is a word I use when I can't think of another word. Uh, That's an interesting shot when we first see Maddie in that 69 film, because obviously the director loves Kim Darby's face. And so there's a scene where I think the father says, Maddie, Maddie, where are you? And you see her looking out the window, kind of mugging for the camera with this big smile. And it goes on about five <laughs> seconds, and it's about three seconds too long. Because you can just tell. I'm cri- and I'm critical. I didn't notice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: And because Maddie in the 2010 film, I'm not sure she smiled much.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
3: And she didn't much in 69 either. Okay.
0: Not much, No. no. No, but in, we but we get that little backstory yes, in the sixty nine film, which is film, all which we don't narration get the in the film, in yes, the book, right in the, in the book,
2: book, right, all narration. That whole thing. Here is what happened with my father and my, you know,
0: kind of like you heard Megan reading at right. the beginning there, um, and also in the sixty nine film, then you see the father with mm, Tom, Chene- pulling Tom Cheney out of a bar room, a saloon, saying, "Come on, Tom, drunken card game. You are too drunk." Tom wants to make trouble. He says, "No, come on, you are working for me. Let's get out here." And then Tom pulls a gun on him and shoots him. Oh,
3: you see that in the six?
0: You actually film? see that? Okay.
2: Yes, because in the 2010, of course, it opens just with uh, her reading the intro, like you heard here, and then Maddie's in town. She's already
3: in Fort um, Fort Smith, was it or
0: Fort Smith? I think is correct. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: And then uh, she's finding something really different. Was Rooster was in the outhouse? That was not in the book.
0: Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, or film. Yeah, so she goes looking for a rooster. She goes looking for a a marshal who has grit to uh, go Yeah, she encounters these hangings. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's amazing.
2: Yeah. No? yeah? Which I thought was interesting. And in the book here, I noticed in the way he wrote this, one of the men being hanged says, Well, I killed the wrong man, and that's why I'm here. If I killed the man I meant to, I don't believe I would have been convicted. I see men out there in that crowd that is worse than me.
3: Oh, that's you know, right out of isn't, the movie. Isn't Those it, words are. Is it right, out, right of it? out of the 2010 movie? Yeah,
2: yeah, and, and the earlier one too. But I noticed how that idea of blaming of it's like my eighth grade students. <laughs> Bob, did you just throw that? Yeah. Well, well uh, he threw it first. Hmm. What did you do? Well, he. No, you. You know, it's always like, well, they did it. Well, you know. There's people worse than me out there, and then there's an Indian in the book. Was that in the films? It was in film? the
3: 2010.
2: Was Native American yeah. that's being yeah. hanged? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: <clears throat> and they let the two white guys say their last words, and the Indians start talking. Oh, and They just ripped
2: right. the hood off, which is oh, yeah. pretty
0: dark, also. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not brought out in the earlier film, but the hanging was pretty. Pretty graphic in the earlier film for 1969. It was, indeed. indeed. Now, the Indian
2: did say in the book, I am ready. I repented my sins and will be in heaven with Christ my Savior. Now I must die like a man. And then she says, if you are like me, you probably think of Indians as heathens. But I will ask you to recall the thief on the cross. He was never baptized and never did catechism, yet Christ himself promised him a place in heaven and there's a lot of references she does mm-hmm. a lot of biblical references and throughout this whole book but he does get to speak in the, in the book yeah it's different and then it does say with his hanging that he dangles and he the Indian hangs longer cuz he like lost weight in jail and um therefore you know the it, he didn't break his neck as quick as the other two so the whole thing is rather um gra- you know graphic and it intense yeah. about yeah. how that yeah. would work
0: but they, you know, I don't know how if I would do that well if I was standing there on the platform. Able to talk. Able to talk <laughs> at all. I'd just be like. <laughs> <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and in the 2010
3: movie, the first guy that he had his whole life story, he was talking probably just to stay alive. Just oh, say yeah. whatever oh, yeah. whatever came yeah. to mind because then he's not dead yet. Right. So. Saying how he, you know, his life. he hopes his life is a, a warning to other people and, you know, he deserved to die. And, yeah. You know, he, so.
0: So she witnesses, Maddie witnesses these hangings and, and we've already, we already have learned about Maddie that she's smart. We kind of learned that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She knows her Bible. She knows her, she knows her numbers. Mm-hmm. yes. Very strong female lead character, I thought.
2: Yes, indeed, I found it interesting. She didn't cry over her father in the film, which seemed a little odd until she had his possessions right. in the hotel room. So she gets a hotel room, and but eventually she did cry. So I thought she did. That yeah, that added an element because if she never did, I think that might not have. She may have been too strong.
0: Yeah, is that possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But the scene uh so she's hanging around town uh she's trying to kind of take over uh unfinished business that her father had started with buying the horses and stuff so then there's that whole great scene with the, yeah with the horse trader horse trading, or, or yeah. whoever he is just a great scene in both films I can't remember who played that part in the later film but it mm-hmm. was somebody I recognized yeah somebody yeah a
3: character actor that yeah you'd, you'd recognize in a second yeah
0: yeah. And that's what I liked about both of these films that they were full of character actors where you go, I know that guy, but you can't really figure out, don't know his yeah. name and yeah, where he's from. But Robbie and I always see something like that and we'll go, oh, we've seen him in lots of stuff. Then you go look it up, man, eh, he's been in four movies. <laughs> but you just think, oh, he's in everything. <laughs> no, six movies in over 50 years.
2: And then Manny has to go, she gets a hotel room with this <laughs> grandma in the second film in the first film did she stay with she did grandma? yeah
0: yeah she gets uh, she goes to a boarding house where she's going to stay and meets LaBeef she meets LaBeef la la yep. there and the woman Ooh. who runs the boarding house is cheap and um, puts her in a room with a grandmother yeah so she has to share the bed which is icky
3: I guess uh, Glenn Campbell played LaBeef right? Yes, in the '69, and, and yeah, I was reading where that was um, offered to Elvis Presley. Really? Oh, in '69. Yeah. In '69, yeah. But he wanted top billing above uh, above John oh, Wayne. John Good Wayne. luck with yeah. that. Yeah, yep, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna find another LaBeef. <laughs> huh?
0: Well, I think uh, Elvis would have done a better job. I didn't. I wasn't too hot well, on uh, Glenn Campbell's acting. I guess it was
3: his first movie. I think. Yes. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah, I like Matt Damon a little better. Yes, definitely.
2: definitely. I'd agree with that too. Uh, you know, LaBeef is in her room in the first film,
3: not the, the second in, one. In the second. Oh, he's sitting in her, in her sitting room. in her room in the second when she wakes up. Yeah, one that's right. One morning. Is that kind of yeah. creepy? It yeah. is it's creepy. What's with creepy. that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I you know I thought the LaBeef, uh Maddie relationship was. A little creepy a couple of times. I thought he was way too <laughs> in, old in, for her. In both films. Yeah. In both films.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think he, Matt Damon was was 40 in 2010. And the actress was 22, I think.
3: No, in 2010, I was reading about this just today. Oh, is that right? She was 13. She wasn't even She 14.
0: was 13? She was 13. She's she was like 22 now. She was born in 96, no, I No, she was young, man. Oh. That would be 13. 13, yeah, yeah. Right. She did a great job, too. Both she acts. did a great she, job. She yeah. was fantastic. Both actresses. She um, was fantastic. I thought, I thought Labeef was way too old. Yeah. Yes. Oh, of yeah. course, in those days, Yeah. remember, that. that's fairly common. I mean, I find it kind of cool. But.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do not. As a, as a professional educator, I would just... Yes.
0: Say.
2: Um, but, yeah, I mean, my kids see some stuff about immigration. There's this immigrant film and the... Polish families new to America, you know it's the turn of the century, the whole thing, and it's like, you know, we need the family's broke and we need help, and they say, well, there's this man in Wisconsin, he's a Polish immigrant, he's needs help around the house. Your daughter's, yep. you know, sixteen. Oh yeah, that happened uh, a lot. Can she marry him? Yeah, okay, daughter, you go to Wisconsin, you marry him. Okay, be a good wife, and that, you know that guy's like fifty, and she's yeah, and that was pretty common, this kind of stuff. So, um.
0: Can you tell me that story again a little later?
2: <laughs> oh, sorry. So in the movie, then she goes. She <laughs> sees a trial slowly in all three films. She sees a trial with details. I think the trial was a little long in the book. I, yeah, and the, and yeah. In the book too, and a little the bit films. long.
0: Yeah, it kind of went on and on. It's pages of this and trial. It, it, it sets it, up Rooster's character. But yeah,
2: um, and the judge. I guess I don't know I'm the hanging judge. Yeah, so we see Rooster's a guy who didn't care. He's a chaotic good character, not a lawful ah, good for you role players out there. Very yeah, good, chaotic, yes. Right?
3: Yeah. yeah. He'll do what... He- Is he even good? I mean... Well, there you
2: go. Well, yes.
3: Well... Yes. <sighs> yes. I stick with yes. Really? Okay. Why do you say no? Wasn't he just kind of doing it for the money?
2: Uh, he seemed like it, but you knew he really wasn't, right? She grew on him.
3: Yeah
0: at first they got to be very
3: well she without he respected with, without it her. ever coming
0: out yes he respected her right? I mean
3: I respect my boss and he gives me my paycheck
0: but, yeah but you're still evil
3: <laughs> so I'm doing it for money oh yes right you can respect somebody and <laughs>
2: Yes, okay. you can. Well, so Mike no, was you... Mike
0: was picturing Vincent Price in this role as
2: Rooster <laughs> no, Cooper. No, no. Yeah, why do I think he was so good? Just because I like John Wayne, or because I like the other guy? I thought the Jeff Wayne Ritches. was seemed nicer than. Bridges, is it time? Yeah, I mean, he liked, Bridges. Was uh, he had definitely, a, I don't know. He, he lived with a Chinese guy in his office, or in his, didn't that a store. Yeah, I don't know. Does that make him good? I don't know. He had
0: a friend. <laughs> I um, don't think that's a no, uh, what, One of the oh, qualifications. Golly. Now of being you got good. me really
2: thinking about this. No, I, I I'm
0: don't good. Really? Do you live with a Chinese man? <laughs> Do you live in the back of a Chinese man's store? Are, you, are you not a racist? <laughs> <with> a <cat? laughs> well, it said
2: something I about mean, his character to that way. How many people would live with a in, with a Chinaman is that really bad to say? Well, I'm here? no, I don't think you know, so. In those no, days, in the context of that, you know, I think it did show something about his integrity, with, about humans, and
4: yeah.
0: Well, and he did and,
2: fight for right. He fought for right. He hunted bad people.
0: Yes. And when they when they <clears throat> recovered but, the but money from the train robbery, he didn't touch any of the money. He returned it all. Did he? Mm, that yeah. was in the book, right? Because yes. that wasn't in the, it wasn't, in the movies, movie. it was it wasn't in the movies, but it was in the book.
3: Wasn't in either movie. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: But he hunted people. Didn't you just say that?
2: He yes, he hunted he and his, <laughs> oh, he bad did. people, and he shot a oh, lot he of he shot he them all. He shot them all. He was lawful, good. He shot them all. He
3: would not have shot them all.
0: You can tell yeah. you've been hunted by Rooster Cogburn because you have a bullet hole somewhere <laughs> in your body. Right.
3: That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I'd well, never he... really thought. You know, was he good? I guess you could argue with both both sides of that.
3: I mean, I'm not saying he was bad. No, but I, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I'm i always, you know, I see John Wayne and I think, well, he's the hero. Right. Because I don't know that he ever played the bad guy right. in any yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Except maybe in The Greatest Story Ever Told. Or as I like to call that movie, The Greatest Story Ever Told
2: Badly. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it was a good movie.
0: It, it was just told badly. The story of... It had a lot... The story of Jesus. John Wayne was in oh, that. Oh, I thought we were doing, no. oh, doing the greatest showman. No, sorry, I was doing the at my book trying to the find story of out Jesus what I with to Max von Sydow. The
2: greatest story ever told. Yeah. What was what the old black and, and white?
0: No, it was color. Okay, didn't, didn't Max see von Sydow? I'm as, thinking of as that Jesus. really early
2: one, black and white, with the really great director. Uh, oh, oh, come on,
0: come on. Now that that may be that was good. the original
2: with Jeffrey Hunter as Jesus. I don't know, but it was really oh, good. You know it was what, why don't one.
3: we Why don't we do that greatest driver <laughs> told and and the Bible and the Bible? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, takes and too long in, to read <laughs> in thirty minutes. We'll do yeah. a thirty minute show. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun for uh, our next
2: show. Come on, who's the greatest director in American history? Oh, Cecil DeMille.
0: Yeah, he uh, may have done that's the a great one. Like yeah. Watch it. Yeah. It's like, silent. Is it silent? Yes, it's silent. Oh, yes. oh okay. I don't
2: think it's, I've seen that one. It's like, you guys got me all. I mean, it was so I was so amazed. I'm watching it going, boy, this film is beautiful in terms of like it's a romantic painting, the way all these scenes are laid out. They're really designed visually with the, mm. the, the composition of the people, even their body placements, all really done, just superb, reminded me of lots of classic paintings I've seen over the mm. years and things like that. But
3: no, so have to watch sorry, that what, what, what was John Wayne in the: in the...
2: He
0: played uh, a Roman guard at the crucifixion, <laughs> and he had one line. What? Yes,
3: was it early in his career or something?
0: He, and it, no, this was in 1960. Oh my gosh. 80? that's crazy. And his only line was, "This must be truly the Son of God." And he said it really badly. <laughs> the whole movie is—it's got some really good moments. There's some very good teachings in it, but it's it, generally it's a bad movie. And it was all filmed in Utah, in Utah. which is it's, well instead of the Holy Land. It seems like the Middle the East desert. East, but it, it's very different looking. But anyway, well, here's part of the somehow book I, we digress. No, we digress again off yeah. the rails. The
2: book I thought that revealed something about the one that gun and then the character of these people. Uh, it says, um. Uh, he commenced to reload two chambers. He dropped things and got them all askew and didn't do a good job She's talking about rooster uh being drunk. I think this piece is too big and clumsy for you you're better off with something that uses cartridges. I think he had the big pistol Her,
0: yeah, uh, he
2: poked around the bottom of the box and came up with a funny little pistol with several barrels Now this is what you need he said it's a twenty two pepper box and it shoots five times and sometimes all at once. It's called the Lady's Companion. There's a sporting lady called Big Fay in this city who was shot twice with it by her stepsister. Big Fay dresses out at about two hundred and ninety pounds and the bullets could not make it through to any vitals. But that was unusual. I'll give you it'll give you good service against ordinary people. It's like <laughs> it is like new. I will trade you even for this old trade you even for this old piece. <laughs> who is not that hilarious? Oh, it is. It's one yeah. of those little you know. I have little miniatures is, uh, from my trading, old West uh, game where they had somebody the, was
3: trying to trade Maddie. I, that's
0: that's um, rooster, like her father's,
3: isn't it? Oh, okay, okay. Rooster looking at that. her. Okay, yeah, her, I remember her, that. her
0: and her father's gigantic mm. pistol.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. So and oh I, yeah, and then she says, you know, no, that was Papa's gun. I am ready to go. Do you hear me? I took my revolver from him and put it in the sack. He poured some whiskey in his cup. You can't serve papers on a rat, baby sister. And I always like that phrase, baby, baby sister. sister. Yeah. <laughs> it does come from the book here. And she asks, are you going to drink all that? So, of course, now we're into the alcoholism of Rooster. Speaking yes. of that, can I have yep. a drink? Yes, you may.
0: Have a beer. Oh, you got an opener? I've got all a little right. wine going. Oh, yeah, Mike. Oh, yeah, here you go. Here we go.
2: Yeah, so she has this very large gun, which kind of matters later on in the story, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so he hires her. Reluctantly, he goes. Reluctantly, oh, yeah. and then they try and ditch her. Beef Labou- and yeah. Rooster. Right. Right? Right. They say she can't go. She says, I'm going.
0: And that seems like the correct thing to do. You don't want to bring a young girl like that into no. that rough territory that they're going into. They you know, felt had- like
3: they were going to be slowed down.
0: Yes. Which
3: gets you to the fairy scene. Mm-hmm.
0: The fairy The
2: fairy scene. Oh, the fairy... Yes, the fairy are okay Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, thank you. Were
0: you thinking something more fay Yes, I, I was thinking of Lady Galadriel. That scene with Lady Galadriel looking in the mirror. You know, we haven't really said Jeff Bridges' name. Jeff Everybody, Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Played Rooster Cogburn in the second movie. Yeah. And Mike, how did you like him as that character?
3: Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I thought he was... I thought he hit the character... Better than the few scenes that I saw with John Wayne actually, so because mm. he was darker, he was he had a he had, unfortunately had a lot of mumbling, but he did have a lot of mumbling. Yeah, yeah. This is why you think Rooster was evil because you watched the wrong version of the film. Oh shoot! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should have watched. He was the, watched the mumble version. Should've watched the
3: lighter version, yeah. the Disney version.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, people, a lot of people mumble in these films. Or am I? I'm getting old, I guess, to my hearing, but.
0: Well,
3: I, I
2: he did mumble a lot. But I think I
3: his
0: character Rooster.
2: was
3: great. I like Rooster. I did like I mean, Rooster. I mean,
2: I'm know. sorry. I like I like John Wayne. Really? Okay. More okay. than Jeff Bridges.
3: Oh, really? Okay.
0: I liked them both equally. I think I thought Jeff Bridges did a great job, though he did mumble a lot. Yeah. And we finally had to put on the closed caption. Oh, okay. To to catch everything that he was really? saying. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I just think he's a great actor, and I love watching him.
3: Yes, absolutely.
0: And it was a perfect role for him, and he really looked perfect, yeah. he looked the role, and played it really well. And i I gotta think that he's a fan of the John Wayne version. I, I yeah, because he 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 played it well. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was likable. He was like a lovable uh, grizzly bear, huggable grizzly bear.
3: They encountered a man who looked like a grizzly bear too.
0: Oh yeah, that, they I did. Yeah. That, I I don't, don't think think that that right. was in the oh, book right. Right. That wasn't in the book, was it? It wasn't in the book. I don't think so. Oh, really? Okay.
3: The I thought the body hanging from the tree in the middle of nowhere was in the book, but maybe not.
0: I don't remember that in the book. Okay.
3: And then the Indian Shh, cut it down. It too long. And then the bear guy comes along with the body. Didn't Matt Mattie cut him down,
0: didn't she? Maddie
3: cut him down, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, and what, and actually, kind of it's been bizarre. a while since I've seen the 2010 version. Okay. So what happened with that guy? Well,
3: the Indian, oh, the they cut the body down. Yeah. Brewster says, I don't recognize him. Yeah. Maddie doesn't recognize him. An Indian happens to be coming along. They say you can take the body. You know, I don't think the Indian even gave them anything, you know, for it. But yeah. then a little while later, the grizzly bear guy comes... You know the Jeremiah uh, Johnson, Johnson type, guy comes yeah. with the body on his horse, saying that he just traded an Indian some uh, some teeth and some trinkets for this body, and oh, then he yeah. was trying to sell it to rooster, and he he said, "I took the teeth out, but I'm willing to t- accept an offer for the rest of it."
0: <laughs> okay, bizarre. yeah, that 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 is really bizarre. Now that, it was you're, a bizarre now that you're reminding me, yeah, it was a bizarre. That was, not, bizarre that was not in the book. So it's what are they talking that, about here? It's kind of an interesting commentary I mean, on yeah, something. on
3: something, yeah. I mean, I just got the idea that it was, um, you know, they're not in Kansas anymore. They're, they're yeah. out here and things, they're really are, out things there. are strange yeah. out here, yeah. And you got to yeah. find
0: you find value in all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of reminds me of Dungeons & Dragons because, you know, you uh, <laughs> role-playing games.
3: Yeah, you kind of loot, loot the, the body.
0: Loot the body. Yeah, you. You kill something, you take the teeth, and then you think, "Well, we could, what can we do with the body? Well, we could skin it and turn it into an umbrella, or whatever we want." Yeah, that's right. That was a that was pretty creepy, but good. I liked that. Yeah, that it really
3: set the mood for. You know, this is there. They better be careful. Yeah, there's some strange yeah. stuff going on. It out did here. give
0: you that sense, like this was really rough country, and this is something that and I'm going to bring might've...
3: up. Might have been like a recycling thing, like a (laughs) conservative. You know, I mean, (laughs) use every little bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's 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 a great point. A modern,
3: a modern uh, message. Yeah.
0: Um.
3: Sorry, you're going to say you're. Well, what
0: I was, what I wanted to bring up was what my impression in the book and in both movies is: the bad guys were not that bad. I kind of liked all of the bad guys a little bit, even Cheney.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you kind of felt strange. Yes,
0: you just kind of felt like oh, well,
3: especially in the book where he's talking to Maddie at the fire near the fire pit and yeah. saying how I I don't have any luck, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm just getting all these bad hands and right. You know, uh, nobody no. likes. Me. I'm, sorry,
2: no. that thing, I'm no. sorry that thing. I'm sorry that thing
0: with your dad, but. <laughs> You know, well, he hey, rubbed me he the wrong the book, way.
2: Yes, but but you're morally making the wrong judgment on this. I'm not saying he's a good <laughs> well, guy. No, okay. Yeah, not I'm saying not he's saying guy. he's a good what guy. The, what the book did well was it didn't paint black and white. I was trying to tell my wife the other day that I think Jeff had told me, and I heard it on a podcast or something, that science fiction is not black and white and fantasy is. Does that mm-hmm. sound familiar to you guys? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that like but I know I know a, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like in fantasy, the evil's evil, the good is good. The evil guy is black. In sci-fi, the guy is black. it doesn't exist until Star Wars came along, which upended yeah. the – which is why a lot of people don't consider – so I almost heard it on a podcast that uh, they don't consider Star Wars like a good sci-fi. It's a – what, a space opera or something yeah. or different mm-hmm. words for it because it was so black and white, good and evil. And so you're right. and we do see good
3: sides of the bad people and yeah, a yeah.
2: little bit of bad sides of the good people, which yeah. Ned yep. Pepper gives us a
3: lot to talk Ned, about. Yeah. Ned making, Pepper Making a deal and yeah. keeping his end of the bargain,
0: letting Maddie go. You know, he was, he said, know, yeah. we'll let yeah. you, you go. And, we'll and, let you go here and yep. you can, you'll be yep. safe and, and all that. And it, it, and I think what, why this really stood out for me is because there's a movie that I really can't stand, which is the Patri, the Patriot with Mel Gibson Mm. Uh, oh. which is a revolutionary war yeah. film yeah and the bad guy who's a british soldier of course a british captain or something is made so bad and mm. it's so stupidly yeah. bad like he, oh tarleton he locks all the people in the church and then lights it on fire I think he might and have stuff done that. like that and <laughs> really i i
2: he he was, he was known as one of the worst ones really? oh really wow. yes. yes but still, maybe they you have to there was no good sides you're right. It was yeah, maybe no too No good, good side evil. Yeah.
0: And I, I see that a lot in films and I feel like I'm not stupid, mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah. Director. Yeah. You don't have to make the bad guy that and they purposely do stuff. Like he'll there'll be a cat and he'll kick the yeah. cat or a yeah. yeah. little kid and he'll steal his A little kid comes it. by and he pulls his underwear up he and up gives him a wedgie. <laughs> yeah, I hate <laughs> <laughs> just whatever they can do to make the bad guy a bad guy. And, yes. And a really bad guy. And I I don't like that. I can see through that. Anyway, um, I liked these characters. Uh, all of them.
2: One thing going back to the sixty nine film again with Laura and Megan, uh, how about this we talked about the inappropriateness of the relationship with Lebeef and yeah. how about the
3: spanking? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I was a yeah. little uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. That was a little funny, yeah.
2: <laughs> um so yeah, Laura and then in the sixty nine film, he she Maddie or right after the spanking, you know, she looks at for Rooster to save her and he's not gonna save her and I kind of get the idea of it, but it's just hard to pull that off in the film versions, I think. It was in both? Was it in 2010? Yes, yes yeah. only
3: Rooster did save her. Oh, he did. Right? He, yeah. did, so
2: in the, his he gun. did in the 69 version, too. Yeah, which, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, did he, too? Yeah, he, he did. Yep. Yeah, um, But she jumps up in, six, in the first film, and and jumps right into this. Oh, I got an idea. We can get Tom with this special little trick that we can do to catch him as they're hunting down yeah. this this murderer. And Megan Laura just started laughing out loud that it was so odd that she could be spanked and then mm. leap up on her feet with this idea. It was an odd transition.
0: I thought they were. She was trying to bring some some normalcy back. Ch- change to the, the, the situation.
2: subject. Change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she didn't jump up
3: in the two thousand ten no, version. No.
2: Yeah. But
0: maybe spankings. Well it, I, it does it make me different. wonder. Yeah, was Even it different we back younger. in the nineteen thirties? <laughs> it
3: was different in the nineteen sixties. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Apparently. <laughs> From and, what I remember. <laughs> and there was this
3: donkey torture scene. Donkey Oh yeah.
2: Those the, two the, boys, which movie
0: the, were you watching? The
2: two boys at the at the oh, house. Right. They go to this yes. house yeah, in the house for help and it's like yeah. a nice guy who'll help, but his kids are torturing this donkey. Yeah. And Who saves the
0: donkey? Rooster. Rooster must be a good guy. Well,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) It may have been an evil donkey. He was saving. We don't know.
3: He wasn't very nice to those kids.
0: I liked that. Yeah, he kicked those kids. He did kick the one off the
3: (laughs) off the seat off his seat. Kind
0: of like
2: giving the underwear over the head thing. Yeah.
0: But I felt like that wasn't fleshed out enough. The book. Did it well enough, but I thought only because in the movie I knew what was coming. Yes, I had and I
2: knew why they did that. I had to rewind it to tell the boys were poking at the donkey.
0: Yeah, you couldn't tell because you couldn't really tell. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that didn't work well. 2010 did a good job of covering Rooster's background. I think Mike had alluded to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, The you know what's up with that? It was do people drink with the jug backward on their hand like that? Yes.
0: Yeah. Do they really? (laughs) Yes. Okay. In the old movies. That was the way they did it. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. In the, yeah. is, okay, in the West is that North historically North. accurate? Yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, because that's a small jug. So yeah, why no, bother? No, no. Yeah, sure. I could yeah. see if it was a big jug. You need the extra <laughs> leverage and it gives you some control. But when John Wayne was doing it. <laughs> do you have a jug here. But I don't. Was, uh, I don't have a little brown jug. Imagine try that. Try it. <laughs> but um, did they show that in the Jeff Bridges version? Was he drinking out of the jug? I don't remember that. I don't
3: remember that. He had confiscated those bottles from the outlaws.
0: I
2: don't
3: think he did. Yeah, the right. two guys.
2: You know, but then so then they along the story in the film they 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 track down Tom the murderer with the other three or four bad guys. Right? Well, they, come their, the first, first yeah, they, they come government. to the house. First they the little house. yeah Yeah. that's what there's only two bad guys in the house yeah yeah so that's your dennis hopper and some other guy oh really dennis hopper was that yeah he did a good acting job because he wasn't a mean he was playing a worried frightened bad guy yeah he was the (laughs) one that was shot yes no he was Uh, the other one
3: fingers
0: got his fingers cut off and stabbed but he was shot yes yeah
3: he he had the leg oh yeah right yeah he was he kept saying you're you're trying to get at me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm and it was a to real tense me. scene from
2: both films. I thought, and they oh, both yeah. seemed yeah. pretty similar to the book, also.
3: And the, yeah. but yeah, that's another case of where the bad guys. Um, you know, the one bad guy that wasn't shot was trying to be loyal to his gang. Yes. And the other bad guy, you just felt sorry for him. <laughs> you after did a while. I mean, yeah. he's going to lose. You know, Rooster's going to. He's going to lose his leg. And yeah. I'm played out. I love that line. I'm played out. Yeah. I'm played out. And yeah. it's from the book. Yeah.
2: Right here. Says, in a few minutes, Moon leaned over to whisper a a confidence into Quincy's ear. None of that, said Rooster, raising his rifle. If you have anything on your mind, we'll all hear it. And Moon said, well, we've seen Ned and Hayes just two days ago. Don't act a fool, said Quincy. If you blow, I'll kill you. And Moon went on, I am played out, said he. I must have a doctor. I will tell what I know. And again, that runs really similar in all the films to The Fingers. Yeah. Laura screamed when The Fingers got chopped. Oh, she me just, too. Yes. And like you were saying, is that a G-rated film?
3: It In was. 69, the fingers didn't come off, though. Oh,
2: it was G-rated? No. I, I, no, they, they didn't. didn't. No, they didn't. I, no, they didn't. <laughs> well, it was still it was Laura Screamed. Yeah.
3: In 2010, they, they, they were laying there on the table. Seeing them on the table. Yeah. Okay, that was the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes.
0: Uh, and, then, and then
3: he was uh, dying, and he was... A message to my brother, the missionary writer. Yeah, yeah,
0: they did that in <laughs> both films. They they took the time out to do that. I thought Dennis. I actually remember Dennis Hopper's um, performance a little better than I do the one from mm. the later film. Is that because we knew him? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. possibly. I didn't realize who that was right away. Robbie's Robbie pointed Dennis it out Hopper? to me. Yeah, that it was Dennis Hopper. Yeah, I caught yeah. him. Really. Yeah, very well done. And then the
2: river shootout scene, the. Rest of the gang comes up. They lay a trap, s- similar in both films.
0: Yeah. Right. So well, they're waiting what? at the
3: house. In 2010, Labeef Beef falls into the trap.
2: Oh, he goes down there and he gets roped and dragged around. That was yeah. not in the book at all. Oh, that's right. That was that's all right. added.
0: I'd forgotten. Right. I totally forgot about yeah. that.
3: Yeah. I think in another case where they tried to make it a little darker, a little, little edgier. You know. Yeah. I, he he ruined it for. Man. Yeah. yeah. Rooster. they their trap. Their ambush, you know.
0: And you think they did that? They just wanted to make him look like a a bit of a Rube or a, yeah, Rube. I was gonna say buffoon, but Rube is a little nicer. Hmm. I'd rather be a Rube than a buffoon. I'm gonna put yeah. that on a T. Better him yeah. than Rooster,
3: right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they yeah, why would they
3: do that? Just to just to show that you know, the best laid plans <laughs> don't always
0: yeah, work out. that's true, too. Well,
3: it added drama. It added drama, when absolutely. The, when the guys yeah.
2: were up shooting down, they didn't seem as much in danger of getting shot behind the yeah, rocks. that's true. At a long range than, yeah. they, mm-hmm. than he did being down there being
3: dragged. Yeah. But that was not in the book. Yeah. And then in the in that 2010, he sh- shot Labeef through the shoulder. So here's, and then they're arguing about that. right. And then I think it's in the book where they—he's so drunk he stops and he starts throwing stuff in the air and just like skeet shooting, trying to hit stuff out of the air. I think yeah. Yes, the book, definitely. It? It's in the book, which <gasps> yeah, is pretty it, funny. It was
0: in a little bit in the earlier movie. Okay, taking the corn doggers out of the saddlebag and throwing them up in the air and shooting at them.
3: Was John Wayne as much of a drunk as Jeff Bridges? Yes, definitely.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. He—it yes. made me want to have a little something. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to make
2: you not. Oh,
0: he made it look pretty good. And then that they had bottle, that, that they one, the one like that. that the, side,
2: the one sidekick who, bad guy who made, if I may use the term bad guy in this kind of a film. Um Animal Noises. Oh gosh. Oh, yeah. That
3: was bizarre. That was in the book too. It's
0: though, in right? the book. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's such a great book. It really is. <laughs>
0: um I don't remember it as much in the later film as I do in the earlier film, and I I thought it was a little weird, but
3: it was definitely in the later film too, yeah. yeah. It did seem He's going a little cock-a-doodle-doo odd.
2: Cock-a-doodle-doo. was out about it, because you would have thought Rooster Cogburn would have cock-a-doodle-doed. Not
3: the big bo- uh, yeah, yeah,
2: that's a very good point. Wrong kid making the animal
3: noise. But here's some gangster with his, you know, less than... Unfortunate, fully, uh, you know, yeah, brother that he takes along with them. Right. They're not all bad.
0: You're right. Yeah, they're not all bad. They're just a group of guys. Uh, they just need a little guidance. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's all. Officer Krupke. So in the, in the, Officer. how did you like Ned Pepper? Let's see. In the, it was, and it was played by, what's the actor's name? His last name is Pepper. In the, in the later film. In the later film? Okay. Yep. A great, uh, not a great actor, but an actor I really enjoy is uh, Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper, okay. Barry Pepper, who played, he was in, he played the journalist in We Were Soldiers. Okay. He played the sniper in Saving Private Ryan.
3: Oh, yeah, Barry Pepper. Yeah. Oh, and it was Duvall in... uh...
0: And it was Robert Duvall, yeah, Mm -hmm. in the early film. Back when Robert Duvall, in, in, in a lot of his early films, it seems like he was playing kind of offbeat a little bit a little weird he was in uh-huh. uh great santini well there yes i would like to see that again yeah, he's me the dad
2: too. but yeah. a, a little bit overly aggressive dad
0: he was in um to kill a mockingbird
2: was oh. he really oh yeah,
0: yeah. he was uh, the, the 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 boy the
2: in the in the in the house next door
0: yeah
2: oh. uh, Roo, uh, Roo? Roo. Roo oh, sh- boo. oh boo. Boo. boo boo yeah mm-hmm
0: Anyway, boy, I love that too. And They're making that into a Broadway show, really, like a musical. It's already in Bro- oh, it's already there. It's already It's already in Broadway. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Oh, that's a new right. Look
2: fresh for, look at What's it? his name? Is yes, right. The Dumb and Dumber guy, Jeff right. Bridges. No, no, from True Grit. No, I <laughs> uh, no, no.
3: The Dumb and Dumber guy, <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Daniels. Jeff Daniels, Daniels. Yeah. yeah, and
2: from Glory. No, from Gettysburg, the made-for-TV big long. Oh, film. Right. I think. Right. Um, yeah, and Book Boy has lots of parts about, lots of background. Some history here about the old Confederacy. Yeah. And we're, was, was it Quantrill's Raiders? Quantrill's Raiders, Were they Raiders, bad guys yeah. or not? And Rooster's right. involved with them. So it does have complicated characters. And mm-hmm. Rooster does give lots of background about being married to this other woman, yeah. having kids and oh, all yeah. this kind of thing. Yeah. So that's all in the book at more detail than you find elsewhere.
3: And the 2010, he narrates a little bit when they're walking through that
2: wilderness yes yeah. yeah he's he just kind of rambling of on about oh here's the part in the book about shooting the stuff he's rooster swung the cylinder back on his revolver and said eyes is it i'll show you eyes like eyes to be able to shoot and he jerked the sack of corn dodgers free from his saddlebag as he got one of the dodgers out flung it in the air and fired at it and missed and he flung another one up and he hit it and then the corn dodger exploded He was pleased with himself, and he got a fresh bottle of whiskey from his baggage and treated himself to a drink. That little paragraph says a lot right there, right? Yeah. Labeef pulled out one of his revolvers, got two Dodgers out of the sack, tossed them both up, he fired rapidly, he only hit one. Captain Finch tried it with two and missed them both. But anyway, it's just well-written, just really fun to read, right? Yeah.
0: Even though, it, it, in a way, it seems to just kind of meander a little bit the, the book? Yeah. With some of the background info. Yeah, with some on of the, the background and stuff, but it's all interesting and well done. And That's the thing, uh, I think it's all interesting. Yeah.
3: It does go in some different directions or even no direction, but yeah, like, right. why it's are just we, all interesting. Like, why are we getting this part about the Civil War now Right yeah. in such yeah. detail? Yeah. Perhaps, yeah. But the thing about the book for me was the dialogue was just... The dialogue, was witty, witty, and funny, excellent. and wonderful. Just and just the way they yeah. s-
0: they spoke, it really gave you a f- flavor, without hitting you over the head with it. Kind of kind of like the way, um, and maybe it was a little more hitting you over the head with it. But it reminded me of uh, the Adventures of a Huckleberry Finn, hmm. and the way Mark Twain was very meticulous in reproducing the dialogue, which yeah. you didn't see much. Before that, but this this had really a good sense of it, and I thought that the Cohen brothers did a oh they did a great job, fantastic with that. job with yeah. it. However, Robbie and I both noticed like about three quarters of the way into it, she said, "Why are they talking so funny? It's like they're emphasizing it more, their mm. manner of speaking." Mm-hmm. And I noticed it too in in the sixty nine like film formal, in the later films,
3: like for, like sort of formal.
0: Sort of yes, that down. kind of formal. And it sounded almost like they were rehearsing, like they mm. hadn't rehearsed it enough. Okay. Or they, I, the director said, I like what you're doing with the dialogue, but can you kick it up a notch? And so everybody's... Mm. That's what it felt like to us. Okay. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. but um, I thought something was a, a tad
2: stilty-ish, even in 69 film. Yeah, a little bit. Even the horse trading scene we all loved. Yes, and I thought maybe it was the way the words were written too, like you know, I, I shall I shall not believe a girl such as you could yeah. go forth and do such a thing, young Maddie. But don't you have right, the idea that
3: that's the way they talked? Yes, yes. You know,
2: I did, I did, and so I felt a sense of history. Yes, yeah. Like I was like
3: was I it like it. That's from how me. they talked in the nineteenth century. Yeah, I,
2: I, I
0: don't yeah.
3: know. It felt okay to me. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, I liked it, and I I admired it, actually, because I thought, what a nice way of speaking. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a great admirer of language, and so I'm disappointed most of the time talking to people. <laughs> I wish I could talk better than I do. I wish I could speak better than yeah. I do. I t- I think you talk real good. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> it blowed up good.
3: Well, Labeef and Maddie in the 2010 film were talking about that Latin word. Some Latin phrase of um, oh,
0: yeah,
3: right, something about doing evil, or I forget exactly what it was, but yeah, I mean, they're really kind of educated and yes, careful with their the way they use the words and the grammar and all that. So, yeah, this guy is it's all, yeah, yeah. Very so, we
0: admirable. haven't talked
2: about the greatest scene in the
0: whole film. Okay, what was your idea of the greatest? Okay, scene so the well, the,
2: so Mandy gets some, um, uh, she goes, uh, they're hunting the bad guys after the shootout at the cabin, the bad guys get away, those that did. Yeah, get killed. Uh, she goes down to get water at the river. There's Tom yeah. Clancy. Oh yeah, yeah. Tom Cheney. That's one Tom of Cheney. Tom of the Clancy's Ch- an author. Tom Clancy. Yeah. What are do you shoot-
0: doing, Tom? I'm writing a novel. Yeah. Get look, she didn't me.
2: shoot Tom Clancy. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we'd have none <laughs> of those great books. Yeah. So he catches her by surprise. Yeah. And she's gonna shoot him, and of course, one of the greatest. I got a, a list of great quotes I have here. If I, I'll read them at the end. Um, I didn't think you'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's she great, shoots him. I'm gonna line. shoot
3: you. Yep.
2: And she gets knocked on her butt from that big gun. So if she had that little pepper box, that wouldn't have worked as well. You know, the, yeah. the little Yeah, and girl.
0: somehow he survived getting shot by that gigantic gun she had. Well, she only hit him flesh wound. I guess Broke so. A rib. It Broke a Broke a rib. rib.
3: Yeah.
2: And I, I have none of the luck. That's when he kept yeah. saying, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, so then what? The other rest bad guys take her, take her to a camp somewhere. Right. Um, uh, rooster and. Duval, LaBeouf. L- LaBeouf. Oh. Cut a deal. Get out oh, of here. Oh, Rooster. And yes. I won't shoot her. That's when you net. were, yep. Mike was saying he has a sense of honor because he let him go. Yep. And he didn't want to kill Maddie, but then she gets knocked in the pit. The snake pit.
0: Yeah, they go, and this was, it, no, that was in the book, the movie, shot. and everything, they go riding off. Rooster and LaBeouf grab little Blackie, and they ride off over the hill. Mm-hmm. So that uh, Ned Pepper can see them leaving, mm-hmm. and Ned Pepper thinks they're gone, and Ned then Pepper
2: leaves Maddie with Tom. Tom Cheney, Cheney.
3: right? Bad idea. But
0: and then lebeef well, shows up again. Well. Somehow they circled around. I don't know. Did he in the movie dig a tunnel? in the
3: 2010, lebeef didn't go, or they didn't know about lebeef Oh, so he was able to circ. He was just hanging around. I
0: oh, think. I missed that little yeah. detail. So it was just Rooster and Little Blackie that yes. went off over mm-hmm. the hill. Okay. Right. Okay, so Labeef comes back, gets the drop on Tom Chaney.
3: Yeah, as he's strangling Maddie, uh, at least in the 2010 movie. Yeah,
0: and he throws
2: her in the pit. No, no, she no. She falls no. in the
3: pit from the backblast yeah, in kills. the film she, in 2010. Yeah. She tries to shoot him again. She shoots Tom Chaney. Dead? Oh, Chaney. Well, she she's dead did. in the 2010 movie. And then she falls in the, in the and then pit she, of snakes from the backblast. Right. That's what happens when you shoot people.
2: Bad <laughs> things happen. To you. See,
0: well, that's in the '69 film. She shoots Tom Cheney. She shoots at him. He's
2: I think she misses him, but then Labeef gets him.
0: No, in the book, in the book, Tom Cheney gets thrown down the pit. That's how he gets killed. Rooster, oh, you're right, hits him on the head with the rifle. Yes, really and he right. falls down that. the pit and lands that. right next to her on top of the bones that are the the uh, bones you know, are already there. I was trying to think
3: about. I knew there was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right.
0: So, a little bit different. I, I guess each director is just thinking, yeah. you know, what? how's this action going to play out the best? So, it's. Yeah. Yeah, because in the
2: book, page 212, I watched two rattlers crook and sunk their sharp teeth into Tom Clancy's face and neck. Chaney. 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 <laughs> <And> I'm even <laughs> reading it. And the body was lifeless and made no protest.
3: Oh, I oh, thought it was, okay. those scoundrels okay. can that's bite. Even, in that's December. even better. Yeah. Because
2: <clears throat> I
0: enjoyed yeah.
3: the movie, but. Yeah. The we've yeah, seen in the movie,
0: right? so six of one, half dozen the. But it it does make me wonder when a director is making those decisions, and I guess it's that that. I guess that's what it's all about. The director is king; he gets to make those decisions. I'm mm-hmm. going to change the story a little bit. Yeah, yeah but that wasn't like the greatest
2: greatest scene in the in the films or book. Oh, really? oh okay. No, so it was when the one against rooster. Four? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. So, okay. then, so then rooster circles back, and he rides against. Duvall and the Mexican, no offense, Mexican people, and uh, the animal caller the animal guy, no offense, animal collar people, and and the guy who's four. a little, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, demented. No, no offense to all you. Demented. And he
2: described, he
3: described him doing that. Yes. in the war against seven people, maybe, maybe, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he did that. Puts
0: his, ra- puts the reins in his teeth. Puts the reins in his teeth. He's got yeah. a rifle in one hand, his six gun Maddie, in the other. And Maddie
3: didn't believe it. No, she didn't. She thought it was a... She thought, well, how can that, how can seventy? you know, and he said, "Um, when you're in that situation and a man is coming at you with both guns blazing, you don't think about the guy to your left or the right. You think about saving yourself. Yeah. And you just, and you scatter. Yeah, you scatter. (laughs) I thought that was great. (laughs) that's right.
2: Yeah, so he described it, he did it historically, so then when he does it, it has extra good meaning. Yeah,
0: I liked it. And I like John Wayne. That was that Ned, he, he did Ned fat man. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I love that. It was again
2: great dialogue in that yeah. scene. Yeah, Doesn't and Jeff say?
0: Bridges did did exactly the same thing, and and it's because it's in the book. He puts yeah. the reins in his teeth and he goes riding into that. Yeah. and just blasting away. Scene.
2: Yeah, and Duvall says, "Right, not bad for a one-eyed fat man." Yeah, 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 bald fat man. Yeah, which I just love that line. In fact, I kind of adapted that line in my later teaching career.
0: But uh, yeah. <laughs> I really did
2: to describe myself. Really? Not oh yeah, bad for a bald yeah. fat. Kids fat loved man. it. I'd love yeah, to I'd see say, you in a patch, Dave. You know. Yeah, you need hey, That's, that's, that's yeah, pretty good for a you know
0: bald fat old, bald old fat guy.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> so then some of the kids
2: start calling you fatty and then well that kind of, the, the ones who don't so get that you can only mock yourself you can't mock yeah. others have to be taught that lesson yeah. okay so that some then would follow with a few of them like, okay no you yeah. don't get it yeah you, you may call yourself skinny little eighth grade boy but i don't call you that right yeah and so yeah. okay yeah
0: wasn't there a tv show <laughs> called like mrs mccabe and the fat man or something Mrs. <laughs> mccabe like, mrs mr miller oh well wasn't there something with the fat man maybe oh there was something you know
2: it was, yeah, I can't remember. A TV remember. show? You're all right. Yeah, I think Is it so. a Western thing, too? or a, I No, know. I think it was a mystery show.
0: <laughs> but uh, interestingly, Rooster is not the one who kills Ned.
2: Oh, he gets shot long range by yeah. Labeef. Labeef. Uh, Labeef. In the book and the... And both films. Yep. Yeah.
0: Labeef makes that great shot with his... Because
3: Rooster's down. It's very stressful
2: right. and tense. With his carbine. Yep. Yeah,
0: and his yeah. poor horse, Bo.
3: And Labeef um, had... Talked about how good the Texas rifle, whatever that rifle, is. the long, yeah, run, yeah. and how you the, know, sharps, the, shiz- yeah. the Sharps, the Sharps, because it was from Texas, carbine, yeah, it was from Texas, yeah. made in Texas, and and how he had missed one time from three, he had missed Tom Cheney from three hundred yards, yeah, and now here, Maddie said, well, that's got to be four hundred yards, and you, yeah, you hit Ned Pepper, so that was a good shot,
0: that was a very good shot, I liked, uh, that was my favorite part, and yeah. making that, that shot. Good the her horse dies being ridden to death. Right. Hold on by oh yep yeah ooh, this is a good bit so <laughs> after after Labeef makes that shot, Tom Cheney,
3: um, yeah, who had him. been
0: whacked on the head, gets up and hits uh Labeef Labeef. on the head. yep so Labeef goes down, she shoots him she shoots Tom Cheney again. And that's what throws her into the pit, right? The recoil from that throws her. Oh, into that's pit. right. Then, so then Rooster comes up and he asks, "Where are you?" And she goes, "I'm down in this pit with all these snakes." Yes, he does the rope thing. They pull yep. her
2: out, he's she got says, to I'm ride bit. her to be a bit. She gets bit. Yeah, he's got to ride her to be
0: cured. Now, here's where a significant departure from the book happens. In from which one? Well, in the movie, in the 1969 movie,
3: he the Glenn Campbell character,
0: yes. LeBeef is dead, dies.
3: Yeah, that's definitely not in the yeah
2: 2010. I don't think or it's the ago. book. No, and in the no. book and in book, the 2010, he never knows in the end he, what happened he to lives. him. He went back to Texas and yeah, yeah. got they, the rewards. They said, and
0: well, I got to get Maddie to a doctor uh, for the snake bite, and LeBeef says, "Go ahead, just send somebody yeah. back for me." Yeah,
2: that is correct. And then they ride the horse so to ride. death. They black, ride the little, little black guy to death sacrificially.
0: Yeah. And then, is there a biblical reference? I almost (laughs) almost went there, but I didn't. I thought, no, I don't want to be
2: sacrilegious. Um, it's a sacrifice. Um, but then, uh, you get to this whole part that you like the ending in 2010 and in the book that, yeah, you have the whole circus act, and she finds him later, she's a grown woman. And talks about what happened to Rooster, and she heard things, and he joined the Wild West show, you know, yeah. which is kind of appropriate, I think, oh, yeah. for a guy like yeah. Rooster.
3: Right? And then three days before she went to meet him, he actually passed away yeah. and was buried back in Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. And she, she was told the, that by Cole Younger and Frank James. Frank James. Uh-huh. And I Younger. Love that scene. Uh-huh. I love that scene in the movie where she looks at Frank James says. Just stay seated, trash. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I which, love that. Yeah, she
0: hadn't changed in twenty-five yeah, years. Right, you know, which so. which was very, um, you know, not what I would expect from a happy book. A happy well, book would have had her like moving yeah. with rooster and find him a but woman i was and, thinking about that i mean it just, you know it, you it could have gone, a happy
3: ending i think even the 69 movie had too happy of an ending yes, for this story. He, he, I mean, these characters
0: they're at the
2: grave of labeef which was sad yeah but then rooster i think being the main hero rides off and leaps over the fence yeah, yeah. and then does the he turn around fence. then and say not bad for a one-eyed he says it right before he man. takes off yeah right he repeats he the line out. that deval yeah.
3: used on him Right. whereas this this ending where you find out what happened to Maddie I mean she had a hard life she lost her arm yeah she never married right um she was a serious person that worked hard you know at, at whatever she did all her life and so
0: it felt i don't know and that I was just, har- that was hard life in the yeah, in the United States yeah. at that time
3: and i felt like that was a better ending for those characters you know you go out and you hunt you hunt men down and, and you go out and seek vengeance for your father. Those kind of characters don't get happy endings, do they?
0: Well, that's a that's a very good point. That's a really good point. It wouldn't
3: have, it wouldn't have made sense, you know. I right. you know it
0: never occurred to me about the moral, the morale of that decision of hers, that yeah. determination of hers to go get revenge for the death of her father. She yeah. would call it justice.
3: Yes. And, and and it
0: was, yeah, it, and was it was justice. Yeah, but I mean, she was determined to see him die. Yes. Uh,
3: oh yeah, she you know having accept having him taken to Texas, right, and tried for some other crime, right? She wanted.
0: She wanted justice. Along, she, she wanted, wanted to, to pull witness the it. I think so. Yeah. So she was a dark character too.
3: Well, well, she has this
2: nice self-reflection at the end of the book, where she reflects on the other people's view of her and things she had done, and Mm. being a single woman, and Megan can read that for us now.
0: Okay.
1: I rode the train to Memphis by way of Little Rock, and had no trouble getting the conductors to honor my Rock Island Pass. It belonged to a freight agent, and I was holding it against a small loan. I had thought to put up at a hotel instead of paying an immediate call on Little Frank, as I did not wish to hear his chaff before I had seen Rooster. I speculated on whether the marshal would recognize me. My thought was, a quarter of a century is a long time. As things turned out, I did not go to a hotel. When my train reached the Bluff City, I saw that the show train was on a siding there at the depot. I left my bag in the station and set off walking beside the circus coaches through crowds of horses and Indians and men dressed as cowboys and soldiers. I found Cole Younger and Frank James sitting in a Pullman card in their shirt sleeves. They were drinking Coca-Colas and fanning themselves. They were old men. I suppose Rooster must have had aged a good deal, too. These old-timers had all fought together in the border strife under Quaintrill's Black Standard, and afterward led dangerous lives, and now this was all they were fit for, to show themselves to the public like strange wild beasts of the jungle. They claim Younger carried fourteen bullets about in various portions of his flesh. He was a stout, florid man with a pleasant manner, and he rose to greet me. The waxy James remained in his seat and did not speak or remove his hat. Younger told me that Rooster had passed away a few days before, while the show was at Jonesboro, Arkham. He had been in failing health for some months, suffering from a disorder he called night hoss, and the heat of this early summer had been too much for him. Younger reckoned his age at sixty-eight years. There was no one to claim him, and they had buried him in the Confederate cemetery in Memphis, though his home was out of Osceola, Missouri. I heard nothing more of the Texas officer, Lebeef If he is yet alive and should happen to read these pages, I will be pleased to hear from him. I judge he is in his seventies now, and nearer eighties than seventies. I expect some of the starch has gone out of that cowlick. Time just gets away from us. This ends my true account of how I avenged Frank Ross's blood over in the Choctaw Nation when snow was on the ground.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so she seems self-realized about herself. Yeah. Yeah. Right there.
3: But but even as a 14-year-old, she knew who she was and she knew what needed to be done and how to do it. She did. It was amazing, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: She had a kind of, um, and maybe that was part of the reason for the book is this hard, single-minded determination of the people Mm -hmm. that settled is essentially settled or were recent descendants of of people that settled the West.
3: Right, right. Yeah, it could not have been an easy life.
0: For better or worse, you know, for whether or not it was they were right or not or admirable or not. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why they made her a little bit of a dark character because yeah because it's just it's a little iffy yeah any final impressions or uh loved them all um again some of the funny
2: quotes um when the ranger says to maddie i don't know to kiss you or spank you which yeah. is another weird weird spanker. line i was
0: thinking spanker
3: <laughs> at least <laughs> Well, he did eventually. Oh yeah,
2: she says one would be as unpleasant as the other. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah that, that was, was good. a great line. You cultivate your hair like lettuce. That cow yeah. lick, <laughs> it was brought up in the book uh,
0: and in the movie, and the Glenn Campbell. She said that to him. Yeah, um, she had a great uh, comeback lines for everything.
3: Yeah.
2: And when uh, I think Maddie is referencing Cogburn or talking about him the horse trader says uh, i would not be surprised to learn that he is a relative of yours yeah <laughs> because he's so you know they're both so headstrong whatever yeah. and uh yeah just just a lot of lines like that and i was doing my lines like this through the whole movie and i got on imd that look to look up some IMDb, facts yeah. and there's they have a, they have a whole list of quotes from the movies i was kind of like they, do, yeah, they yeah. Do, i yeah. thought this was my thing so no now i don't feel like doing it anymore well, and half of mine were already on there i'm like well somebody already stole my thunder yeah, sorry. So we
0: can finish my- like this. So, if you want to oh. see other interesting things about these movies, just go to IMDb. Because we're, 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 we're well, through. to heck? That. You know, yeah, honestly, you know, you're right. It's, you're
2: right. That's the point? Yeah. How about it's music? True. Just no, no camera work, nothing well, film wise. Just normal films. You. So I, like, could-
3: I like the Coen. I mean, I like the Coen brothers' style just in general, and I think it worked well in this. Um, for this story. And the the darkness of the whole thing. The I, I just yeah, it was it was good. The actress was fantastic. Um,
0: I liked the I don't know the Cohen. I I really enjoyed the Cohen version. I didn't really like the way the film was filmed or developed. Whatever they whatever you call that uh, with the colors. It was the, yellow. Oh. Yeah,
2: it was yellower. Really yeah, it was okay. yellower. Yes, honest and, to God,
0: and, yeah. I, I actually wrote this down. Kind of harsh, a little bit harsh lighting and stuff, which okay. which gives you a feeling of the time, but it it didn't make it enjoyable. And I thought overall the film was done because it's a good story. Yeah, and so not for any other reasons. And I didn't see any any kind of background or backhanded thing the Coens were trying to feed us. It, no, there no, wasn't I, a lot of true. irony. Right. And I actually read this somewhere. Somebody said there wasn't a lot of irony in the film mm-hmm. like you would normally see in a Coen Brothers film, which which I agree with. So, um... But for the music... Um, yeah, the the twenty or the nineteen sixty nine version was done by Elmer Bernstein, I think, who did the Magnificent Seven. Oh, sounded like okay. it. And yeah, this okay. was not nearly as good, in my opinion, as the Magnificent as Seven. as the Magnificent Seven. Um, I found the music a little distracting at a couple points, but you mm-hmm. know, overall okay. Uh, as far as the overall filming, the the big scenic scenes, yeah, I thought were better in the Cohen film. Mm-hmm. Than in the John Wayne film, they just seemed to fit better. In the John Wayne film, it, it was more like, you know, "Move to Wyoming; it's beautiful here." It just well, looked yeah. It like, was
3: shot in Utah or Colorado or something, and then the actual the Coen Brothers actually filmed it in Oklahoma in, uh, or somewhere yeah. where it actually took place, right? In the
0: plains, right. yeah. It just seemed to fit better in the Coen yeah. film, so yeah. Great,
2: great landscapes, though, and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. yeah it was the West, really so. good.
0: So again, we'll wrap it up here. I and I thought it was John Wayne's. I thought, boy, this is certainly one of John Wayne's last films. But he he made seven or eight films after this, including uh, his a follow up film called Rooster Cogburn. Rooster Cogburn, Cogburn, that's right. Yeah, which he made with uh, Kate Hepburn. I'm sure. She lets me call her Kate. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure. I saw that in the Jeff, call. you can call me (laughs) Kate. (laughs) Thanks, Catherine. That's how well loved the Rooster character was, though. Yeah so, so
2: I, I recommend all three <SSSs3>
0: yeah me too very highly yep. yeah me too have a good time with them get some popcorn did you guys eat popcorn during the film no
3: I did
2: not
0: alright well, we're gonna let's go pop up some popcorn I usually eat,
3: when I'm reading in bed I usually eat popcorn but not watching do watch you really movie. yeah <laughs> not watching the movie
2: <laughs> doesn't it get in your pajamas and stuff
0: Phil's <laughs> just like Mike are you eating popcorn I'm trying to sleep well, I guess that wraps it up alright Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye now. We're, we'll see what we do next. We don't know. What are we doing next? Any? Do we know? Oh darn. We don't. Oh darn.
2: Yeah. But I'll tweet it out on the half squads tweet. And uh, okay. I don't know.
0: All right. Thanks for that's a a rip roaring ending. <laughs> <laughs> we go off with a big bang. Thanks everybody for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye bye. Bye now.
1: The book to read is not the one that thinks for you, but the one which makes you think. A classic is a book that is never finished saying what it has to say.
2: No two persons ever read the same book.
1: That is part of the beauty of all literature. You discover that your longings are universal longings, that you're not lonely and isolated from anyone. You belong.
0: fine, and sprocket.